The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. It's time for the Low Fact Podcast. That was a little bit more subdued than I would normally talk. Maybe you should just go subdued all the time, bro. Well, I'm trying not to talk so fast, but then I seem like Bing Rams in an interview. I think if you go too slow, people will just be like, it'll be like Summonex. People will just go to sleep. Well, then, then we can charge people for that. Well, I actually do have a friend who says that her favorite thing to do is listen to the podcast because she's asleep within 10 minutes. I didn't know that that was something that uh, <laughs> people paid for. There's there's a lot of insomniacs out there that would like to... Uh... I don't know that that's a good marketing point, though. We'll, our podcast will put you to sleep like a Ken Burns documentary. Well, I think, Mark... I think Ken Burns' documentary put it to you to sleep much faster than our podcast will. Usually in about five minutes. Yeah, I could be wide awake for those things, too. It's really kind of funny. And the funny thing about a Ken Burns documentary is you get a, you fall asleep and you have an act and you wake up again, and it seems like it's like you haven't lost any time on the documentary. That was my experience with Dances with Wolves when it first came out. My roommate <laughs> and I, we, we got it. And, you know, on video? Yeah, because it, there was all this hubbub about it. Okay. And, you know, we were bored, so we're like, hey, let's get this uh, Oscar-winning movie, just see what it's like. Popped it in. He was in the prairie. <laughs> fell asleep. Woke up again. He was still in the prairie. We were just like, uh, what happened? Did you, did you hit stop? You don't like that movie? I don't dislike it. It is very long, though. I like the the, the woman in it. Whatever her name is. Mary McDonald? Yeah. Yep. I just, um, I know people are trying to get to their roots and their cultural heritage is very important to, everyone's cultural heritage is important to them. Right. It's just not that important to me. <laughs> so, you know. But do you look, sometimes when I s- I feel like you just kind of are looking at other people just going, ugh, when people are going on and on and on about their cultural roots or... Well, sometimes I am because because I may not get the feeling that they're really into the cultural roots. Right. It's more about trying to gain some kind of political power. Oh. And I could be totally wrong about that, of course. I get a little annoyed when people sit there and say... When they talk about their ancestors, like as if they're they're like a first person witness to what happened with their ancestors, or they they kind of speak for their you know they say, well, such and such happened to my great 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 grandfather, and I feel, I feel like if their great great grandfather was there, they'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's what I mean. It it, it tends to get towards preachiness in a sense yeah that no one likes do i do i think indigenous cultures are cool oh yeah Yeah. i think they're very cool yeah and you know i'd like to learn about them but it was kind of like the experience that i had i didn't have it actually i was this is secondhand when schindler's list first came out 
I didn't see it. I didn't see it for like 10 years. And when I saw it, I was like, okay, cool. Um, you know, heart, heart, heart tugging movie. Very much so. But when it first came out, I had some friends who, some Jewish friends who were telling some non-Jewish friends that they couldn't go see Schindler's List without them there. Okay. These Jewish kids from New York were telling these non-Jewish kids that the non-Jewish kids couldn't go see Schindler's List without a Jew present so that, you know, and I, and I, I don't remember why. Well, yeah, it was like, like you, you won't get the full effect of it. And all I remember thinking is, wait a second, your, your entire family was in New York during World War II. And, you know, they probably had some well, relatives. That's the whole, like, you got to walk in my, I mean, that's the whole thing of like, you got to walk in my, my, my shoes too. I mean, putting aside the, the inconsistency and that rationale, it comes from the place of like, oh, you have to have experienced something to be able to. Well, I just, I just thought it was kind of strange because for, for, in order for that comparison to run true, this kid's favorite movies was those, the, the Hong Kong action movies back then, back in the nineties when it was all popular, like Chow Yun Fat movies, like uh-huh. The Killer and, and Better Luck Tomorrow and those movies, mm-hmm. right? I'm sitting there going, so does that mean you can't watch those movies unless you have a friend from Hong Kong <laughs> who happened to be a cop? Uh, um, and at my school, you'd be hard pressed to find a kid from Hong Kong who's, 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 whose close relatives were cops. Well, that, that whole cultural appropriation thing, I mean, it's, it's dumb. And that's what it makes me think of, right? Oh, you can't rap, right? Like, like that's that's a black thing. Like, well, I just I just don't understand how you can appropriate culture. That's like appropriating food, right? So we shouldn't. No one should eat other ethnic foods. Yeah, and just only Japanese people should wear kimonos. And you know, Italian people should stop eating pasta because it was appropriated from the Asia. Well, Marco Polo brought pasta to China or to from China. Well, that's a spicy meatball. Um, no, yeah, it's just stupid. But anyway, I don't know how we got onto this. I don't either, but hopefully this, this will go out sometime during the Thanksgiving festivities. Oh yeah. So if you weren't having, if you weren't having problems falling asleep before, you probably will listen to this after all the food you ate. That's pretty sad over here today because I didn't really buy any good food, so... We're not, we're not eating like tasty snacks right now. Well, because we, isn't it because you think you're getting fat? I am getting fat. Well, I guess all the all the uh, coronavirus uh, shutdowns have gone away. Finally caught up. So, yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Um, it's just a fucking great holiday. Such a great holiday. It's my favorite. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? All of it. All of it. Like if you had one that you would like. No, you can't just have one. It's the whole thing. That's like asking a parent to name the their, the child they love the most. They love all the children. Yeah. Somebody, somebody at my work gave me her family's Thanksgiving menu, and just it's just so impressive. I thought I knew about food, and then I came to America. Well, if, uh, if certain forces seem to have their way, they're going to want everyone, including us, the Americans, to have no food, except for the Elite, which kind of 
I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. That reminds me of something I heard on the radio this week. Is it true that there's some that the Democrats are considering some commie to run the fucking banks? I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, like literally, what I heard the, the article I heard was that she was a member of an an actual member of the Communist Party, and she retired out. Like it's not like she was like, oh, I don't want to be part of the Communists anymore. She just got. She got to the point where she was too old, and then she how do you went, get too old to be a communist? I don't know. Like she, she, for whatever reason, they were saying she didn't leave the party, right? Like she was in the party. Then she came here to America, and so a lot of people, when they come here to America, they reject communism, right? That's the whole reason they're leaving the countries they're in. But not not this person. Apparently, she's just all for it. So she was high and, up in the communist party in her country. Mm-hmm. Then, then the question becomes, why did she leave, right? Yeah, I don't know. Well, she's probably not a communist. Um, but yeah, she's all for like, uh, she wants to, her big thing is she wants more centralized banking and she wants to get rid of all the um, small regional banks in the United States. Well, that's, that right there is just insane. And I'm not even going to comment on that because it's just, it makes me think of all these all these things, especially the whole deserves thing. Mm-hmm. If we go on deserves, we in America kind of deserve all the misfortune we can get, especially with the line of thought and the things that we've done, even in the past year. Okay. You know, about giving up. Basically, the American public went along with getting rid of Pretty much every civil liberty you can you can have, because, like, okay. because it was an because it was a quote unquote emergency, and I get I get I get it. You know, people get scared and they want to they want to keep on going, but there's a difference between the the micro of yourself and the macro of a whole country or or a world or whatever, and you know. To sit there and think that you can give away your right to free association, your right to, to free free travel. Oh my God! Um, all of these, and 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 even even when they were when they were doing that 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 two week shutdown, was it last year or year? yeah? It was last about year. three weeks to slow the spread. Two weeks, three weeks, whatever. And I I was I just remember thinking that's the stupidest thing I ever heard. And of course the that was bullshit. Uh, of course. Because I'm like, there's there's no way. I mean, you can't give someone more power and think they're going to be like, oh, I got this power, now I'm going to give it back. <laughs> that just don't happen. That really, that really, hurt. I, a lot of people looked at me sideways when I said that. And I'm, I'm just like, it's not. And now we're supposed to just forget it. That's the, th- the other thing, like everyone's behaving like it just didn't happen. What do you mean, like it didn't happen? Well, like, like no one's talking about what's happened. Like, no one, no one's talked about the fact of... It's still happening. Except people aren't in their houses anymore, and people aren't really wearing masks anymore. Yeah, but they've already given it away. It's done? Yeah. How so? What do you mean, how so? Well... 
you mean you mean people have allowed it to happen? It's done. It can come back anytime, for any reason, and people are going to go along with it. You think people will go along with it? Yeah. I think there's a lot of people that that won't, wouldn't go along with it. Well, it's going to be hard to get it get it back. Are you talking about the vaccine passports and stuff? What are you, what are you talking about? All of it. All of it. I don't. I don't feel like it's a done deal, though. I mean, it's there are certain people that kind of signed on, but there were plenty of people that said no way. Like I'm not getting the <clears throat> the vaccines, or I'm not. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I mean, there were there were people that were never on board with it. Yeah, and they were vilified. Yeah, that's true. You're a killer. Yeah. You don't want to go along. You're trying to kill me. You know what I saw today? I saw a fucking thing in someone's front yard that said, I wear my mask for you. You wear your mask for me. I'm like, that is some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not wearing my mask for you. You're wearing that mask. but you my think mask for me. Everyone wears that mask because they think it's going to help them. And you know what? You better wear your mask too, because that'll also help me. Yeah, it's like it's like the whole. It was like the. It's like the. I wanted to write like bullshit. I wanted to spray paint bullshit on their sign, but well, that would be vandalism. Yeah, but it was. I like. I I, I literally like laughed out loud when I saw it. I was like, but it's not really. It's not really funny. Because it's. To 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 laugh at it is just kind of like I don't know. That's not, that's not doing anything. I mean, this, this whole, this whole last year, all the movements, all everything, even, even, even women's movements and all that stuff, they're just, they're a way to corral people. And I love talking to people that think that they are uncorralled saying, oh, people just want to be told what to do. And I'm like, does that mean you too? No. But it does. Don't tell me what to do. People want to tell other people want to do, and the people that think that they've got something going on or that they're better than somebody else or others, they think they should be the ones to tell other people what to do. Everyone in government, everyone who sits there and thinks, oh, if I vote for this one person, everything will be, the, everything will be hunky-dory. You don't, you don't vote these people in forever. You know, there's all these talk, there's all this talk about, oh, there, there are all these good people that, you know, they just want to, to make a living and, and, and blah, 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 which is true, but... Are you talking about government now? Anything. Cops. Do I think all cops are bastards? Fuck no. That's a stupid sentiment. That's like saying all people are bad. Yeah. Or all people are good. That's the biggest bullshit statement in the world. All people are good. That's... that's and, and, you know, I don't want to go off on a, on a swearing rampage, but I want to because that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. All people are good. Nobody's good. You can rationalize about how good you are or how evil someone else is because they're opposing you. So you don't think there's people that are born good and people who are born evil? I think people are born people. They're born lazy. <laughs> lazy. They, we are. We, we want... It is inefficient to, to do... Oh, okay, well, here's one. When I was taking when we were taking um when I was taking a criminal procedure class, 
And, you know, we hear about, we hear about all the law enforcement people that sit there and skirt the rules, the, the rules that the government put up to catch criminals because, you know what, they're probably guilty of something. That's true. Everybody's guilty of something. But the whole point of the criminal justice system is to catch someone when they do, when they do something illegal and punish them for that illegal act. Right. Not punish them for all these other illegal acts that we didn't get them on because they're a kingpin. Yeah, and that's exactly the way that they're behaving with this fucking, with all the, you're right, with the coronavirus stuff. That's exactly how it is. Now, is it is it a bit idealistic of me to think that? Oh, hell yes, it is. But, you know, I mean, you got to aspire to something. Well, that just reminds, that, that I, I, I know I promised I wasn't going to talk about it, but, um, the the whole Cal R- the Rittenhouse trial thing. I mean, there's there's people, the same people who would say, if it was if it, if the shoe was on the on the other foot and it was a, they would be all all for justice. They would say justice needs to be done, right? But in this case, if it's a trial, if it's a, an outcome that they don't want, then they're going to sit there and they're going to say it's a miscarriage of justice. It's a miscarriage of justice, or you know, there was the MSNBC thing. They're trying to deny that they told some producer to, to follow the jurors van. Really? Because they were trying to identify. And, and now NBC's trying to like distance itself and say, oh, that was just like some, some rogue fucking producer. Like we didn't make that, we didn't make that call. It's always some rogue person, isn't it? You know? And I'm like, basically you were trying to find out who the jurors were. To what end? That's the question, right? So, you know, it's I don't know, man. It's stuff's just weird, but it's it, it's nothing new. Is you know it's nothing new. Yeah, and and you know it's 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 terribly hard to be objective. It all just makes me mad, though. Well, I'm with you on that. I'm so mad. I'm losing sympathy. And but maybe the, I don't know. Maybe sympathy's maybe sympathy's overrated. No, I don't think it is. You don't. I think sympathy actually kind of helps us be more, well, right. It helps us be more compassionate. But maybe people don't, some, <laughs> maybe some people don't deserve compassion the way they behave. Nobody deserves compassion in my book. <clears throat> well. But we also, but, but also in my book, everyone should get as much as they can get. Compassion, that is. Huh? As Scooby-Doo would say. It might, it might not come from me. You know, you come, you come to harm me and mine, you're going to get zero compassion from me. Yeah. Actually, you'll get more than zero. You'll get negative compassion. I'm just sick of, like, entitled people. people, people and, and it's kind of funny because I, I kind of, I know that I behave in an entitled manner. But what exactly is entitlement? I know we keep on talking about the same thing. Well, it's ex- 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 which is probably why people fall asleep listening to us. It's basically expecting somebody to, to behave like they're kind of like a servant to you. Well, that's a pretty weird expectation. You're here to you're here to kind of serve my needs, and even if I have an unreasonable request, even if I have a, a request that's unreasonable, and I'm going to treat you just very rudely and very badly, you're supposed to, you know, always be nice in response to my needs. That seems like a very there's no there's no nice way to put it. Put what I'm about to say, so I'm just not going to say it, but. I mean, I've experienced it a bit lately, and, and, and I'm like, no. I'm like, no. 
I'm not going to be nice to this person who's treating me like, who's behaving like this. I'm just going to be, I'm not going to be rude, but I'm not going to be accommodating. That's natural. Um, but it's, it's a lot. I notice it a lot. So, you know, I, I don't know if, if people are going to kind of wake up and say, you know what, that's, that kind of behavior is not, doesn't, isn't, doesn't fly anymore, but I think there's a lot of people who are just kind of fed up with it. Well, they're fed up with it from, I think people get fed up with it when they see other people getting breaks that they don't feel they get in their life. That's when the fed upness kind of occurs. You know, someone pulls you over for speeding. Why you pulled me over for speeding? Somebody, those other people were speeding too. Why aren't you pulling them over? Because well, I mean, you just happen to catch that, that person's attention. That's why. Yeah, well, I guess life isn't fear, but I, I, I. These, these are all statements that we say that we, that everyone seems to have very little thought into it. Life's not fair. You're right. Life's not fair. But the people that say that, they aren't facing a great injustice. <laughs> right? You know, the people are like, oh, when you want to make omelets, you got to crack a few eggs. Well, what happens if you're the egg that has to be cracked? See, I would love it. I would love it if people had to face the consequences of their their actions themselves directly. <laughs> it just reminds me of a picture it's like two stick figures one stick figure standing at the top of the cliff and one guy's hanging off a branch and this other stick figure's hanging off a hanging off the ledge uh-huh. and uh, the guy the, the guy that's the stick figure at the top is like hang in there and the guy that's hanging off the ledge is like fuck, fuck you, you. Yeah, yeah 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 exactly <clears throat> exactly I mean it's just it's it's really tough and you know these are these are questions these thoughts are thoughts that have plagued not plagued that have puzzled humans for ever and ever and ever ever since we've been around you know you try to you try to you try to enforce ways to keep people from from doing untoward things to each other but there's always but people seem to to try and spend a lot of time to work around it you know this whole idea that we can all live happily in harmony and you know it's just like but we can't. And I remember asking people, this was a question that I used to ask and no one, no one would answer honestly. Um, you know, you know, like, would you be the one to suffer if everyone else you knew and loved could, could, uh, live pretty well, but you'd have to suffer and no one would know that you're suffering for them to a person. Most women actually were all just like, yes, without any thought, you know, just to, to the point where I was like, are you crazy? Like when I would ask, are you scared to die? And to a person, they were like, nope. And I just said, they're going, how can you say that with, with zero thought? Because it's like an immediate response, right? Like, they're not like, oh, I have to think about it or. Well, I've thought about it and I'm not, I'm not scared to die, but I don't want to either. I would rather not suffer. I don't want to be tortured to death. I mean, that just, ugh. or waste away with a, with a disease. I mean, that just, oh, that's, that scares me to no end. But the final moment, uh, I don't even like to think about it. I used to think about it a lot. Not me. I just like to, I, I don't like to think about that at all. 
I don't know if that's good or not. Well, it's just I don't think that that I don't think there should be a label on that, or there could be. But you know, you owe the house one, right? <laughs> I suppose everybody owes the house of death. It's coming, and you know, to make light of it, I want to die like the like the joke, peacefully in my sleep. <laughs> what does that mean, Dave? Not screaming in uh, terror like the like the passengers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just, I just, I, I see these things. I see, I see these things like, like the, the Rittenhouse trial and, you know, he's a 17 year old kid, right? He was, he was 17 when it happened. And I don't know what he was doing out there. I guess he was well trying to help. If you, if you, if you accept his explanation, he was trying to help and keep people from destroying his town. Mm-hmm. So I, cause I remember the media at the time they were saying, Oh, he, he drove two States, came across two States. Well, one state went from Illinois to, to Wisconsin, but it was like, it was like a few miles, right? Yeah, it was like the difference between, uh, between St. Louis, Missouri and Belleville, Illinois. How far is that? It's like 20 miles. So it would be like, go to LA or County. Less. Less. That's just really funny. It would be like my. It would be like me going from from North Orange County into South. Uh, it would like be, it would be like my commute from Orange County to to uh, Long Beach in LA. And, County. and everybody that didn't know anything about the trial, though, like he he got fucking vilified. I mean, he's been called a domestic terrorist, murderer, yeah, murderer. And then and then when you look at the footage, you're like, oh. Well, what was he supposed to do? Well, it doesn't paint the whole picture, right? He was supposed to stay home. He was supposed to let himself get beaten, according to the prosecutor. Or a skateboard's not a deadly weapon. Yeah. So, um, of course, I remember. I remember seeing all the footage about um, when they were talking about those riots. Which riots? The riots. The the the, the, the riots the, that were everywhere. The summer riots where where the 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 big boys the the CNNs and the MSNBCs and all the left wingish type media folks were sitting there saying who who says riots are supposed to be who says protests are supposed to be peaceful or whatever right and and how like you know protests and riots are the are the language of the unheard or whatever and to say that and and then and then say, and then when somebody else does it for a position that, that you're not supportive of, mm-hmm. now they're criminals. Yeah. So I'm sitting there going, and, and even with the thing, right? What, you know, what, what turns someone from a murderer to, to someone who's not a murderer in that, in that sequence? And it's just, it's basically what? A change of, change of like, change of perspective, mm-hmm. change of certain facts. And that just, that used to, that still bothers me, right? Because, you know, you kill someone in a war, you're a murderer. All the elements are there, <laughs> but you're in a war. And so your side's going to give you medals, give you all kinds of accolades for doing that. It's just going to feel pretty weird. I, yeah, 
I mean, if you're the guy getting the medal, I'm in. Oh, definitely. You want to get a medal for killing people? I mean, ah. Yeah. I think I think the Purple Heart's the best. You get a medal for getting shot. Wounded. Yeah. Not a hangman. Uh, but I like that's that's why I like some of the some of the the indigenous the American Indian cultures that kind of have like a a little ceremony to kind of get you in some right psycho in in some better psychological space to kind of to kind of um, take away from whatever bad feelings you should get. Yeah, because those tribes went to war all the time. And you know, they stole from other 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 communities. They killed other other warriors. But when what's the ceremony? Uh, well, I think it depends on the tribe. But I think the Lakota have one where, you know, you get to you get to wear the war bonnet. Mm-hmm. You know those feathers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you get you know you're like you're a warrior. You know you get you get uh, you get accepted and you know praised and you did something great for your for your community but if you were one of those tribes that went into a Lakota camp and did that stuff those Lakota would try to kill you <laughs> you were you know you're evil all the, I don't actually you know I don't even know if, if they thought you were evil probably not you know they're 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 trying to do what they can to get by you just happen to try to do it to us and you got caught yeah I don't even know if evil came came into it I like I like that attitude I mean the the stuff where you, where where you see you see, like the old. Oh, this was back in the '90s, where you see the people that, that survived D-Day. Uh, they'll they'll bring the vets together, American vets with German vets, mm-hmm. and these are old old guys, and they're just happy they survived. Yeah, they don't they don't they don't carry any malice. They don't seem to carry any malice or ill will towards the Germans because they were fighting for their country too, even though their country was. I'll say it. It was it was a it was an aggressive act. It was a war of aggression on, in my book. Yeah. But even with the even with the Civil War, you know where I grew up, they, they I don't know that when I was growing up, I don't they did they never called it the Civil War. <laughs> what did they call it? Where I grew up, they called it the War of Northern Aggression. <laughs> Still. Yeah. Well, Vicksburg apparently. They got bombarded in 1863 by by General Grant, like bombarded. And when Vicksburg finally gave up, they gave up. They had to give up because, you know, it was just, they either be wiped out or, you know, give up. So they give up, uh, apparently. And this is a Ken Burns documentary. Apparently, the city of Vicksburg didn't celebrate the 4th of July for 100 years. Wow. They didn't celebrate the 4th of July until 1963. Wow. Um, but, you know. Oh, last bit of Civil War trivia. You know what the, the official federal name for the uh, that war is? I have no idea. The War of the Rebellion. The Rebellion being the The Southerners South. Yes, they 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 rebelled. Although I think I think when you when you kinda of read the Constitution, I think that was something that they were allowed to do. <laughs> so you think there's gonna be another rebellion? Another civil war? Yeah. Uh I think it's kind of happening, but it's not going to be the kind of warfare that was around back then. I mean, it's happening now, and it's 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 it's. I think it's a cultural civil war. It's basically where we're going to go and be as a country. And looking at it, it just seems like that it's 
kind of not going very well for the country and the people. You know, when you, when you kind of give up everything that this country's supposedly built on and stands for, you know, how can you, how can you continue? I mean, it's ultimately it'll lead to I mean, you got destruction. The, you got the 1619 project with that doesn't even, there's a lot of historical inaccuracies. Yeah. And to sit there and say that the, that the United States was started just to have slavery, I'm just like, uh, I think some people wanted it. Did did the average Joe trying to plow his field want that? The, the Puritans ah. were fleeing England. I mean, they were, they, weren't they, they in they, Holland though at the time? Oh, I don't know. I thought the Puritans came from England. Well, they were English, but they were they 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 a lot of them left England and went to Holland. Okay. And then they came I here. I don't know that part, but I, I know they were trying to get away from the monarchy. Well, they were they were they were trying. And they wanted religious... Uh, well, America America was born on religious freedom. Yep. And to them, religious freedom did not mean, I want to be an atheist. To them, religious freedom was, there should be no state-sponsored religion. Yep. And I'm down with that. Now, did they think that they think religious freedom meant, you know, I want to be an atheist? Well, I don't think they thought of that because nobody was an atheist nobody back then. Nobody was an atheist... Shit, I don't even think now people are really atheists. Well, they're probably not when uh, when when uh, <laughs> when a life or death situation comes up. I mean, you got to be praying to something when that happens, don't you? You're definitely praying. You're hoping. So you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, the the one thing that I kind of was was looking at that is something that we always discuss anyway, and we probably don't need to discuss it. You know, like what exactly is the right thing was a question and that's the right thing. That's something that's something that we've been wrestling with for however long we've been doing this podcast. What exactly is the right thing? You mean what is what is right and wrong? Well what is the right thing? And the reason why I say this is because the recent um, the recent bill that got passed in Congress, the infrastructure bill, got passed with thirteen Republican congressmen. Voting for it. Wait, is this the one that has... This isn't the one that's before Congress right now. They're trying to get more money, right? I don't know. I don't. The last one. The one that happened like uh, early, early November. Okay. And the whole point of that was like... Because I've, I've always... I haven't always been, I'm, but in my older age, I'm starting to think that the original setup of voting for offices was probably better in that the only people that you directly vote for are your local folks, your local city council folks, your local state assembly, Senate folks, and your, and your federal congressmen. Senators were picked by the states. Uh, the president <laughs> was picked by, you know, not the people. Mm-hmm. And... You know, 1913 was it when they when they introduced uh, the IRS stuff? They changed to where the folks voted for their senators that they sent to Congress, and the whole point of that was to get rid of all the corruption that was going on. <clears throat> and that's the, you know that's that's my point. There's really no there's nothing that we can do <laughs> to stop corruption, to stop crime, to stop malfeasance and bad deeds, and so. 
you know, I think I think the question that all of us need to ask is, you know, how much are we willing to, to deal with? I personally am not willing to deal with too much. Because the people in power always get more money, more this. I mean, this whole idea, you know, technically anyone who is a natural born citizen of the United States can become the president of the United States. The last person that, that, that seemed like a quote unquote common man that did it was Abraham Lincoln in my book. He was a lawyer, right? Yeah, but he was born in a log cabin. Oh, he was? He was dirt poor. I think he maybe had two years of school. Huh. But they didn't take this guy with two years of school and make him the president. He went, he, you know, he was in the, it was in the Illinois militia. He, he fought the Black Hawk Indians. He became a lawyer, a successful lawyer at that. Then he was in Congress. Well, he was a, he was a politician. And then he became the president. So, so Abraham Lincoln, President Abraham Lincoln was a far cry from, you know, Abraham Lincoln that was born in Kentucky. Yeah. I didn't know he was from Kentucky either. Well, he was born in Kentucky. He moved to Illinois. He was from, he, he was from Illinois when he became the president. Right. But, you know, everyone, everyone that holds the levers of power in an elective office are pretty well to do fancy pants dudes. Yeah. And the people that are in the government, in bureaucracy, you know, another one of my favorite movies, right? You don't change Chinatown, Chinatown changes you. So you might go in, and Huey Long's a great example in my book of that. He went in as this crusader for the poor and and wanting to get rid of whatever or, or whatnot. And then he became known for being probably one of the most corrupt people in politics. So he totally got corrupted. Well, I don't think it's that far of a trip for any of us. And, you know, I think, I think it would really behoove us to, to remind ourselves every day about how fallible and weak we are and cut other people slack for it. Hmm. Now, like I said before, I'm getting so angry that my sympathy is kind of, kind of waning and wearing thin. I'm having very little sympathy for others, and that's just not a place. That's just not a place. That's not the type of man I want to be. Yeah. You know, you walk around having no sympathy for other people. Basically, all you are is a thug. But it's hard to, when, when people are doing and saying shit that's... And you're seeing what we're talking about, like the country just descending away from its founding principles, then it's... When I see somebody who I feel like is is all for that, or is at least dumb enough to not see that that's kind of what they're propagating or supporting, then it's hard to feel sympathy for that person. Oh, you're right. You're right. It's very satisfying when they trip and fall or you, you know, know I'm, lose I'm something. Like, I'm like, there's a part of me that that I'm like, I want I want that person to fucking have to pay for you know the consequences of what's happening. Yes, the thing is, as is do we all. Everybody's going to pay. As do we all. It's not like it's going to be. Well, know, everybody, like everybody pays. Be meted out, right? No, no, no. I everybody mean, pays for not for not enforcing. The whole reason why people are hurt is because there is self enforcement going on in every community, and usually it's from the women. So you know. Women have way more power than they think they do or they claim they do, whether they know it or not. And when, when you see people trying to take a different role 
in the enforcement or enforcing something that might seem like a good idea because it seems compassionate or it seems nice or it, se- it makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. That's when things can go awry, right? What's, what's, the, what's the good book say? Is it the road to hell or the road to perdition? I like perdition better. I don't know. But, but, but the quote that, I, that you always hear as a, young, as a young child growing up in the Bible Belt is the road, of hell, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah. I like, the ro- I like perdition better. Right? So the road to perdition is paved with good intentions. Now that's, that's something that should be tattooed on your heart. Yeah. And, and, and everyone from the time that they're a little babe should know and always and, 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 and should know this and should feel this and should pretty much that be their mantra. But they don't, Dave. I mean, it's like there's so many kids now. Right, right. So is it, is it the kid's fault? Is it the kid's fault that they, that they didn't learn this stuff as a kid? No. Is it that adult's fault that they didn't know that? Now, if this kid grows to be an adult still thinking that and not being, not being, uh, educated. Mm-hmm. Educated. Right. Now, part of me is like, well, at, at a certain point, there's a line of demarcation where, yeah, it is your fault. Like when you become an adult. If you say that, if you say that you, you should get certain rights and privileges. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's all about good intentions now, right? Everyone's like, well, you know, I was trying to do good or well, yeah, but, I'm you trying know, to do good, you know, whatever. Right. But what, what, what are good intentions and three bucks get you? I don't know. Maybe a small cup of coffee at Starbucks. Um, you know, that's like that's like that's like when I had that big beef with you about you saying, "Well, you know, I know what the problem is, so now I can fix it." I'm like, "Well, knowing what the problem is is just the first step. It doesn't magically fix that." And plus, I guess actually getting to find out what the problem is is probably not an easy. It's not an easy answer. It's an, it. It's an incredibly easy answer. Is it though? Yes, it's just what you have to do afterwards that's tough that you don't want to do. I mean, I, I really, because, because I'm a person that's kind of really geared towards action, I understand that I am. People that see me in certain situations might think that I'm the laziest person on earth, and I can be. But I am, I am very much geared towards action. If there's a problem, I will do what I can to fix it. That's true. Now, just sitting there saying and, and saying, well, I, I know there's a problem and I have identified it. There are so many people, too many people, that sit there and think, well, okay, that's it. That's not it. That's just step one. And I get, I get really, really, really angry at people. You know, my closest friends that would sit there and do stuff like that. It's like, well, you know, I figured out what the problem was, so now I, now I can get the answer. Like, yes, you figured out the problem. Yes, the answer, you can get to the answer, but now you have to do it. That just reminds me of that scene in Moneyball where he's sitting around with all the, you know, all the, the stuff. Yeah. And he's like, what's the problem? And, the, and they're like, the problem is we've got to get, you know, we've got to replace Jeremy and da, da, da. And he's like, ah. And he's like, what's the problem? And he's like, da, da, da. he's like, no. And then he's like, blah, 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 blah. What was the problem? The problem was is that they, um, they yep. needed to change the, the whole way of um, approaching winning games. Okay, well. I think the problem with our society right now is that we need to change the way we, we, we approach society. That sounds like a big problem. It's a small problem. Changing is the big part. We've had a hundred years of letting this problem fester. True enough. I think, I think. Oh, and it's been exported everywhere too, by the way. 
Like America exports a lot of bad, good stuff and a lot of bad stuff. Well, America exports weird culture. Like uh, when I see people flipping the bird in Korean dramas, it, it really it annoys the hell out of me. <laughs> when I see when I see people using English in Korean stuff, yeah, it, it it really bugs me because I have to do it because I cannot speak Korean like right. I can speak English. But they speak Korean. Yeah. I mean, they speak fluent. They're, 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 yeah. And, and, and a lot of them, a lot of the upper crust folks in Korea come here to study. Yeah. You know, doing, doing, a, doing a tour in America is kind of par for the course. Right. You know, back when I was in college, you saw all these rich kids coming to college in America, and that was because they were too stupid to get into college in Korea. But they had money, loads of money. So the colleges are like, so, here. well, so their parents sent them to America. Yeah. Because, you know, to, to get something. <laughs> I just remember that story you told me about somebody where, where he was like, his dad was like, how much do you need for a car? Oh, yeah, yeah. How much is a car? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he gave him some massive number. Right? Well, no, no. It was my buddy. My bu- It was a buddy of mine from, I think it was from Malaysia. Oh, okay. I thought and it was and uh, uh, he told his dad he needed a car because everybody in America has cars and just driving around is kind of, it's hard to get anywhere. Right. So his dad's like, well, how much the cars cost in America? And this is in the, this is in the 1990s, where your average where your average POS piece of shit American car probably set you back ten grand. Right. Right. So my my buddy, <laughs> this cat, he's smart. He's like, they cost about as much as they do in, in Malaysia, Dad. So his dad wires him a hundred thousand dollars and says, buy a nice one. Dude, he could have bought a nice one and fucking pocketed the whole the rest. Dude, he was spent the rest. He, him, him, and this other cat that I knew who was whose family owned like a, <clears throat> like an incredibly large construction company in Japan. Uh-huh. They were both swimming and women. It was just not even funny. Ugh, I'm a little jealous. I wasn't. You were? Nah. Well, you got to probably like. Well, they they were my buds, so we all hung out, and then I got to meet these women, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, you know they were pretty, no doubt about it. Tons of pretty girls, but there was nothing. There was nothing to them. Yeah, and you know, um, say what you will about my sorry ass, and that I have, I have nothing. I've got nothing. Got nobody. But you know, you got to have some substance if I want for me to want to be with you. <laughs> nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, right. I mean, like I said, I probably I probably missed my window. Nah. Eh. That's that's another point for of contention that we can do another time, but you know, it's really because it's really because I'm looking for some substance and and the substance isn't looking for me. So anyway, hope you guys have gor- engorged gorged yourself, engorged out yourself on, on tons of great food and if this helps you fall asleep, then pass the word to your buddies. And also just a quick bit of uh, marketing. Um we are we're now keeping our stuff up on uh, SoundCloud, so you'll be able to go to all the all the places you listen: iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, anywhere anywhere you can find us. Um, these uh, these episodes are going to be staying up, so you're going to be able to go back and and listen and go to sleep listening to some of our earlier episodes but if you want to go way back in the archives you can you can also find us on uh, bit youtube places like that 
It's, uh, are there more places than that? That's it. Then why are you saying places like that? I don't know. <laughs> Most people just say wherever you listen, but, you know, we kind of do it a little different here. So, Well, we're like mosquitoes. We're everywhere. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs>